Share Care, helping you find experts, the top minds in health and medicine. It's Share Care Radio with Dr. Daria Long Gillespie on RadioMD.com. Hi, it's Dr. Daria. Welcome to Share Care Radio for the week. We are going to have an awesome show. I have Dr. Keith Roach with me right now. We're going to have Dr. David Katz on a little bit later and Dr. Carmen Mohan. So it's going to be fantastic. First of all, I wanted to talk about aspirin. Now, many of you take or have parents who are taking an aspirin daily. Who should be taking it? The United States Preventive Task Force came out with some new recommendations for it, not only for heart disease, but for colon cancer. But like with any treatment, there are downsides and not every medical association agrees. So to help us figure out what we should do, I have with us Dr. Keith Roach. He's our chief medical officer here at ShareCare. He's an associate professor of clinical medicine at Cornell University Weill Medical College. Keith, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks. Always a pleasure to be on, Daria. It's always great to have you. Help us talk, just first off, what is the quick headline of this recommendation before we dive in deeper? So before we even do that, these aren't recommendations yet. These are draft recommendations, and the Mm -hmm. task force puts these recommendations up for public comment. And so they will listen to the different authorities weigh in on these draft recommendations before making their final recommendations. So if they uh, get new evidence, maybe that's uh, unpublished, or if the weight of public opinion is firmly one way or another, they have the right to change their recommendations, but they usually don't. Okay, that's good to know. So these are not official yet. They are just the the draft ones. Um, Okay, then let's talk about what the draft recommendations themselves are. So the recommendation is pretty strong for people aged 50 to 59. If they are at a high risk for a heart attack, then the task force is recommending that they discuss with their doctor an individualized recommendation to start taking an aspirin a day in order to prevent both a first heart attack as well as to reduce the risk of colon cancer. Okay, now go ahead. So for people aged 60 to 69, they're making the same recommendation, but they're making a recommendation a little bit less uh, urgent. Uh, it's not quite as strong a recommendation as it is for for people 50 to 59. Okay, interesting. So it's a stronger recommendation if you're 50 to 59. 60 to 69, you should still consider talking to your doctor. And that's if you're high risk for a heart attack. Right. And they okay. define high risk as 10% uh, on one of the calculators for determining your risk of having a heart attack, a heart event in the next mm-hmm. 10 years. And I know we had you on earlier and we were talking about calculating one's risk of a heart attack. I think you had said the American Heart Association has that calculator on their website if somebody wants to know yep. what their risk would be. Okay. Yeah, the National Institutes of Health uh, has, has the calculator there. Go to your favorite search engine and type it in and you can get it pretty quickly. Okay. And it's and essentially it's heart attack risk. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of risks, you know, aspirin itself has some downsides. So before we get into the exact details, talk to us again about why we're not telling everybody to take aspirin. What are some of the side effects of it? The major side effect of aspirin is of a serious bleed in the GI tract. It usually happens in the stomach, but you can develop bleeding lower down in the intestine and the colon also. Mm -hmm. But, uh, most of the dangerous bleeds come from the stomach. They are at relatively low 
risk for people who are taking the low-dose aspirin that we're talking about, Mm -hmm. which is an 81-milligram tablet daily or 325 milligrams every other day. At that low level of aspirin intake, not many people are going to have a serious heart attack. But what the task force did is they tried to uh, come up with a balance of risk between the benefit of reducing your risk of heart attack and colon cancer against the harm of developing a serious GI bleed. And in the model that they did, once you exceeded a 10% risk of heart attack, then it clearly favored taking an aspirin a day. Okay, that's really helpful. So for the general public, taking 81 milligrams a day or 325 every other day, not there will be a fairly low risk of an intestinal bleed or stomach bleed. It is. That okay. being said, anyone who's had a history of stomach bleed, their risk for having a serious adverse event from the aspirin gets to be pretty high. So Mm -hmm. I wouldn't recommend an aspirin a day in the situation of someone who doesn't have any known coronary disease just to prevent one. So if you've already had a serious bleed, you shouldn't be taking that unless you have diagnosed heart disease, uh, at which point your risk becomes high enough that it may be worthwhile to take the aspirin. In all of these situations, we want you speaking with your doctor. Okay. Yes. And that's also really good. And that's what USPTF says. And everyone is saying, you know, this is just that you should have a discussion with your doctor about it first to see if they should. So I also want to talk about colon cancer. We've talked, we've talked for a long time about aspirin and prevention for heart disease, but the USPTF is saying it reduces your risk of colorectal cancer as well. And we've known this for decades, actually. Uh, Some of the early studies on preventing heart disease in men with aspirin showed that these men had less risk of developing colon cancer, and then studies in women confirmed that to an even higher degree. So for some people at very high risk for colon cancer, uh, we have talked about using strategies of aspirin or drugs similar to aspirin in order to reduce the risk of developing colon cancer. And why is that? Why does aspirin act on colon cancer risk? So aspirin works by reducing the production of a whole family of substances called prostaglandins. And these prostaglandins can act as growth factors in the colon, promoting the uh, growth of certain kinds of neoplasms, including colon cancer. Fascinating. Okay. I that, That's great to know why and how it works. So it also is beneficial not just for heart disease, but for colon cancer. And again, just reiterate for our listeners, what is the benefit of aspirin in preventing cardiovascular disease and how it works? So aspirin works mostly by preventing a blood clot. The final sequence in somebody developing a heart attack is a blood clot. So if you can prevent the blood from clotting, even if you have blockages in your arteries, you can prevent the heart attack. There is another thought, and that is that aspirin may have some benefits in preventing blockages in the first place. Uh, mm-hmm. Aspirin blocks the enzyme inside the platelets, a special kind of blood cell that causes the uh, blood to clot and to cause that last step of the heart attack. But platelets also make a substance called platelet-derived growth factor, and that may have some uh, impetus on the growth of these 
plaques to begin with. And that's one thought why aspirin may prevent the development of heart disease to begin with. But most authorities feel it's really the effect on the platelets of which cause the most benefit. Okay, so it has a number of different mechanisms for it, for how it could prevent, for aspirin use to prevent heart disease. So I want to reiterate for our listeners, what, you know, in our last 30 seconds, what's the bottom line that you're telling your patients right now? The bottom line I'm telling my patients is that people who are at high risk of heart disease from whatever cause, uh, that may include very high cholesterol levels or high blood pressure that hasn't been as well treated as we'd like or smoking or a bad family history, those are the people who are at highest risk for heart disease and ought to get in and have a discussion about whether aspirin is right for you because it might be. And there's not just a benefit on heart disease, there's also this benefit on colon cancer. And they should start this when they're 50, start this discussion if it's relevant. That's a reasonable place to start unless you have a sky-high risk. Okay, and again, to calculate your risk, you can go to the AHA, AmericanHeartAssociation.org, their website, or as Dr. Roach said, just Google heart attack risk to get to that under the AHA website. Keith, thank you so much. That's all we have time for today. I really appreciate you helping us break down the recommendations or draft recommendations for aspirin. Stay with us. We're going to have some great other segments and follow us on Twitter at ShareCare Inc. Hashtag ShareCare Radio. If you have any questions you would like to submit, this is Dr. Daria on ShareCare Radio. Thanks for listening and stay well. Woo, woo, woo.